starting off with gratitude as always i've uh, quick update on a few pillars that i've been able to conquer within the last couple of months i'm uh, extremely proud of myself i've i've been setting goals and and accomplishing them uh, which to me is is vital um, I not not to say that I'm I'm not optimistic anymore but let's just say a couple of years ago I was extremely optimistic um, not practical uh, very faith believing uh, thinking that positive thoughts within themselves envisioning or, or, or sheer desire would get me the results that I I wanted but they say life is the greatest teacher as long as you decide to ask quality questions and, and learn from them so with that being said I've uh, I've accomplished some goals some major goals from And I hesitate in speaking just because I've, I've been doing my best to get out of the habit of speaking success or, or goals. But then again, I conflicted between the thought of documenting and and remembering where I come from, right? Understanding long term, there's going to be somebody else that will benefit from the thought process, the actions that it took, and even for myself, it's always a good thing to acknowledge success. Sometimes we tend to focus on what we want versus acknowledging the successes or accomplishments that we've had I refuse to get into that mindset of forgetting about the good things so yeah just uh, within the last couple of months I've, I've been able to solidify the entity I've I've been educating myself as always on on how to so I'm not playing blind and I feel a lot more confident than I did a a year ago for sure two months ago definitely on specific strategies now it's a matter of taking action and implementing these strategies had a little obstacle with starting an account a business bank account with Wells Fargo but on the bright side I was able to get an approved account now the next obstacle is it's not really an obstacle it's an opportunity for, for things to get done check it off the list send money out to 
Miss Blue. Then request if she'd be open to gather all of my mail and send it to me. Therefore, I could have my debit card for Aslo, which is a business account that I was approved for, but the card was sent to another location and they said that I don't have the ability of changing the shipping address. So, uh, you know, it's just small little things that I refuse to ignore and skip over just being strategic and understanding everything is it's, it's a process you know, not rushing anything and, and utilizing this time to learn versus complain so it's kind of got that out of my system in a way but uh definitely still plugged in I can't say there's I haven't really been focusing on learning a new strategy I've been more I've been I've been immersing myself in just listening to a lot of the same content. When I say same, I mean content around the same industry to become more familiar with the language. I I've been closing out some profitable trades on my practice account and one of the struggles that I've had is understanding it, it just it still doesn't it's not clear to me I, I know how to play with the risk graph a little more and, and have become aware of, of new options that i have as far as uh determining the profit or lost on different dates right so before on a profit lost if, if, if a person listening is familiar with toss they understand that a profit loss gives you the a visual it gives you a visual on where you are at expiration Welcome versus to ooh, ooh, I'm in Texas uh, where you are at expiration versus where you are today and prior to me taking a course a webinar I thought those were the only two options that I had and my naive, my naivety, naivety, <laughs> you know, I thought that that was the only things I had to pretty much pay attention to, but realizing that options change as time goes by. So just having two different prices doesn't necessarily help. It does, but it you need more context to to understand what's going to happen if the stock goes up or down. It's not a matter of let's let's use numbers to to get get more clarity. Let's say that stock is a basic number. Stock is at fifty, right? Stock is at fifty. At expiration, you will if the stock stays at fifty at ex, no if the stock gets to sixty. At expiration, you make a hundred bucks. If it gets to so from fifty, right? To put some, so the stock is at fifty. If it gets to sixty, at expiration, you make a hundred bucks. 
But if it stays at 50 and you close out the trade right now, you're at a loss of 50 bucks, right? The next, what I've learned, or see if I can explain it best. What I learned is you need to evaluate what is the stock. How much will you make if the stock goes up a dollar next week versus two weeks versus three weeks uh, versus just comparing it to today and expiration? Because, yeah, the stock could go up to 60 at expiration, but what if it goes up to 55 on day five? It makes a difference in how much you make. So it's not just placing the trade and hoping that, because it's pretty much not impossible, but it's a rare scenario for the stock to go up to the from 50 to 60 at the day that you're at the day that I'm analyzing. So if I'm only comparing, if I'm making my, my decisions based on what it's going to do, I'm only having the current date and expiration. It doesn't give me enough information to know where I'm at if it doesn't necessarily hit my target but it moves uh, a couple bars up right so with me understanding the profit that I make if it if it doesn't hit my target but it moves a couple bars up am I in profit and by when does it need to make this move in order for me to still be in profit is something that I have to become familiar with now not definitely not I don't think it's, I feel like this, this is a, an obstacle, a pillar that is, is going to get tackled as I'm, I'm live. So that's the great part about it. It's, it's, I've gotten to a point where I feel confident enough to pull the trigger. Um, a lot of chess pieces are being strategically placed in the right places. But as far as pulling the trigger, the money's there. And the small little details that has to be handled, small little details that have to be taken care of before getting trigger happy, if you will. Small details, but uh, one being negotiating price. Uh, there's no sense of me. It depends. This, I strategically planned it to where deposit depositing the money into my account first and then calling to negotiate on per contract so this is how i plan to say this uh, i am connected with a, a community and, and most of them i'm connected with a community and, and most if not all mentor and and practice on practice and do live trades on the toss platform and It's been recommended I reach out to, to to my brokerage and 
reach out to a broker and and know what is the requirements for me to get a per contract. Uh, let's see. So how can I word it? It's good I'm thinking of because I've thought about it and in my mind it sounds good, but I have to make it sound good verbally. So assuming I'm going to call my broker, I could mention, okay, so I guess let me, so yeah, my goal was to, let me separate the two. My goal was to initially deposit the money and then reach out to the broker and negotiate. How I will negotiate is simply giving them a call and say, once the money's in my account, hey, I've been, um, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking to, okay, so I, I've noticed fees for, for trade don't make sense for me based on the amount of contracts that I'll be starting off with. I, I see myself starting off with one or two contracts per trade. What options do you have available? Listen to their response and then if they are with it, oh, we could do this, this, this. Uh, minimum or maximum that I'll pay per contract, I believe as of now, not, not really re-looking, is $1.50 per contract. Open and close, still on a high end. Uh, if they mention one fifty. $1.50, I, I will still press them on, on, on uh, a smaller amount, I'm shooting for 75 The goal is to get $0.75. Cents. So assuming that they say, uh, yeah, we can get you down to $1.50, I'm like, oh, well, I appreciate it. Okay, that, that definitely, that's a lot better for sure. Um, I have a lot of of members. I have a lot of friends in my community. In my, I'm connected with a lot of people in, in, in a community that they've gotten uh, 75 cents per contract. Are you able to to get me down? Are you able to get me down to seventy-five? Are you able to? What what do you have to do to get me down to seventy-five cents a contract? Yeah, so working with that, with questioning and figuring out how to come at them strong, uh, but regardless, be okay with as a starter, um, and then after actively doing some trades call them again and be consistent you know even if i don't get it right there up front be consistent call them again and call them again and then pull the um you know i, I do appreciate the platform and, and and it's definitely worth it and i would love to stay and do all my trades in the same platform that that i do my analyzing but there's other companies that are charging a lot less per contract and 
it would just make more sense for me to to go with them based on the the amount of contracts that I'm, I'm doing. Is it Is it not a big deal for me to just go to another broker? You know, put him, ask him a question and put him back on the spot. So that's just me practicing out loud on how to approach. I've been uh, what I used to call mental constipation. You know, I've been accumulating a lot. Uh, just, you know, they, they, they have this saying, they say, you know, just move in silence, you know, just take action, take action, just keep doing what needs to be done, which there's a lot of truth to it. Uh, but there's also a lot of good that comes from me getting out what's inside of my mind and, you know, acknowledging that things are happening. Sometimes I feel, uh, I don't know if the word is overwhelmed, but it could seem that way when all of the yeah, when I don't purge uh, and acknowledge what has been done, the actions that's been taken. In fact, what comes to mind in me speaking about that is patience. Boils down to patience. Gary is big on that. And a lot of other entrepreneurs, they, they laugh when it comes to young entrepreneurs leaders that are delusional and they act as if they don't put it into perspective how long it's it takes for real success they don't put it in perspective the time that the people that we look up the people that we look up to put into a topic an industry a business and when you think about it you know, I, I, I hear, I've heard Grant, Grant Cardone say he started his business at 29, his first business at 29, and the motherfucker is 50 plus right now, and I respect him a lot, you know, um, but there's no way that I could ever compare myself to to that. And it's important for me to vocally speak that and, and check myself because quick, uh, do the math. Nineteen years, assuming he's fifty. Nineteen years plus nineteen plus years of of experience, and I say plus because yeah, he may have started his business at twenty nine. Who's to say he didn't start his educational path at 25, 26, and then the education that it took once in business. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm willing to, to wait 40 years. I'm willing to wait 50 years if that's what it takes, if that's what's required for me to get my time. Ultimately, that's the end goal. It's Money is awesome because it buys time and I'm a better person when I'm in full control of my time I'm, 
figure it out and there's no excuses at all but ultimately that's the goal is to figure out how to produce enough income through cash producing assets which ultimately allow me to do what I want with my time there's no I don't care what people say They, I don't care that, that saying where or they'll say, uh, oh, you need to know what you're going to do with your time. Uh, you need to have it all strategically planned. I'm like, yeah, but no. Like, I, I made it. I had a blast when I was a kid. And a part of me knows that it's vital to have that imagination, that vision side. And everything doesn't have to be planned out major thing that that ties into that is just having a capital where money isn't an issue. You could wake up one morning and randomly decide where you want to be and what you want to do. I believe that's a huge part of living how we're supposed to. So I started to break down started to break down some realistic goals on what it takes for me to at least make meet um, my my daily average so I'm daily right now I'm daily averaging a hundred bucks 100 110 bucks a day uh, but I'm putting in work as in hours thank universe that I'm able to educate myself within this time and I don't have to associate with unlike-minded people I get a chance to to grow and educate myself on topics that I'm interested in so one second So I've been able to break down some basic numbers. And it doesn't have to be exact, but it at least... A good friend of mine, uh, he talks about goals often and the importance of breaking it down. And accomplishable... very accomplishable goals and it makes it that much more achievable and believable and like I mentioned earlier in the beginning of this talk I started off as me being a huge optimist sometimes it's hard to anyway to get back on topic it's uh yeah I broke down things that are accomplishable in a sense, conflicted between thoughts. I think big, you know, which is true. It's good to have vision. And think beyond things that you know you could accomplish. But I also believe it's just as equally important for you to set goals that you can accomplish. So you get to experience successes. 
So you get to experience some wins. And that's where I'm at. Outside of the, the details, the structure, the foundation, the education, now it's more about numbers. It's, it's putting myself in a profitable position. Just recently talked about this too. It's, of course, understanding where my expenses are and covering my expenses with my trades and just as equally important is uh, it's kind of what I was in my mind what came to mind was uh, putting myself in a position to make a hundred bucks a day a hundred and ten bucks a day to you know I could use my expenses as a as a threshold to become free or I could use what I'm living off of now, what I'm making to be free. You know, it's, it's pretty, to me, it's, it's, and not thinking too much about it, it seems equal, right? Because ultimately, if I could live off of 100 bucks a day, So what would it take for me to make a hundred a day is becoming strategic on how to make 20 bucks five times. Sounds simple, but they say keep it simple, silly. So... What comes to mind is obviously the most, say, uh, conservative way to go about it would require more capital up front, but it definitely is more conservative. It's the selling put options, making money off credit. The reason I say it would take more upfront capital is because in order for me to make a total of a hundred bucks a day off credit would require a higher collateral. So that's one approach. Possibly I know I'm gonna to have to build to that. It's not. It's not like overnight. I'm gonna get get to that 100 bucks a day, but it's a good starting point. And a combination, a combination of strategies, basic ones that I'm pretty comfortable with, is the boomerang that I've I've talked about. Is selling put options if exercised on the stock. And immediately begin to sell covered calls. And if exercised profit. And back again to selling put options. But something that I realized. I 
became aware of is in that strategy, it may be more effective to just roll up the covered calls versus being exercised. Yeah. Um, and this is that, this is that I don't want to get too deep into, that's why education is, it's important, but it's also, it's just as equally important to fail and lose versus They call analysis paralysis. But yeah, at least I'm aware that, that that's another approach. Is if you intend on making money off of, it's all numbers. I guess it would depend which makes more sense, but the credit may not be as expensive if I'm way out of the money. And it may not be exercised, so it would be, it may be worth it to go closer in the money and get a higher credit versus the time that it's going to take for me to make a decent amount of income by selling out of the money options, covered costs. But again, this is experience. This is that, 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 oh, this makes sense. This doesn't make sense anymore after it it being done a few times and also a major focus needs to be expenses how much am i paying per contract to be exercised uh, that's going to play a, a significant role which is why i started off talking a bit on negotiating and making sure that i get the better deal on that and last thing i'll touch on is not being afraid to speculate uh, straight directional trades I'm pretty confident on a few first of all with the community that I'm connected with and the information that's provided it's more about understanding it now for myself and that it's going to be a direct correlation to the amount of study that I put into it I can't deny it You've got to keep it real with itself it's the best way to grow the patterns that I see so versus now I'm aware now I know what they're to do but I have to get to the point where I could tell somebody else look this pattern has a stronger probability of it doing XYZ and, uh, and testing it back testing as well so I could see it to believe it for myself and that is experiment that's getting hands dirty type of stuff Yeah, directional plays, Delta. Going, making decisions based off the strongest sector. If I'm gonna go directional, making sure I do my due diligence on the sector. I would say on the directional parameter if you will I would say two or three but most likely two on the bullish and if I'm going directional two bullish that sector and a decent pattern a decent breakout pattern either a pullback or a double bottom and learn to position size 
Don't get stupid. Have fun. Remember that. Remember, we are one.